Welcome to... You're always so <laughs> loud. You're like, welcome. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to yell in your ears. Welcome <laughs> well, you to know, our it's, podcast. Well, and it's funny because I, that whole starting the whole, starting it, and I will need to promote my other podcast that I've started now, Oh, too. hold up, hold up. When did this become a commercial well, I'm, we've got to have a commercial. We'll have a commercial later. I was, when we go back to the, I always do the commercials at the end, so people generally will turn, tune out anyways. Hey, so this is parenting isn't easy. <laughs> this is parenting isn't easy. Season three, episode two. This is our eleventh episode. Um, so good to be back. That right now we're going to be talking about all kinds of different stuff. Today we're actually get to talk in my wheelhouse. So I'm pretty excited about that. We are talking about family devotions. Family devotion time. That is my, yeah, that's that kind of my deal. It's important. Yes. And so what we're talking about, you know, for us, we had, we, we were, we had really good family devotions, but one of the things that for me as a kid, whenever I remember family devotions, and this is why I, oh, kind, yeah? this is why I, kind Wait, of, I want to hear this story. This is what I this is what made me think about. This would be a good episode for right now. Cause I don't know if this happens in other houses it's not, it didn't happen in that doesn't happen in our didn't happen in our house right but, but like as a child as when a you were child, growing up and um i remember it would be the first week of school and my mom would always have this hey i'm going to we're going to start family devotions again and um, start again so that means so that they means weren't like, consistent so, to begin with yes it was literally like the first like on School started on Monday. We would have, it would be like, all right, Monday morning before we go to school, everybody get around. We're going to stop and we're going to pray and read the Bible. And then Tuesday and then Wednesday, it'd be like, we don't have time. We'll get after school. And then on Thursday, we'd be like, hey, are we going to do devotion? We ain't got time. And then by the next Monday, it wouldn't even be a thing. So then by the time I was in high school, it was just kind of like, really, Ma? We're going to do this today? And that was that was kind of the, that was, and that was my experience growing up. And I remember going over to our friends, the Schultz's house, and they always had like these big, huge family devotional times where they had like this big, and he, and he, they had this big book where there was a Bible experience where he, he, it compared every Bible story to a different animal and all this other stuff. And yeah, it was like super intense. And we're going to their house and being like, this is like. More, way more than I ever even thought of, but way more than my hey, let's pray before you go to school. Yes, for the first week of school, and that was it. So those were um, that was that was my experience with family devotions growing up. So as we had kids, I always thought it was important for us to have family devotions. And I mean, we did it, and we would fall off, and we would not be super consistent with it at times. But I think we but, were we were through their first. Until Cooper was probably seven, six or seven years old, we were really pretty consistent. Yes, yes. And, but I'm just trying to emphasize that, hey, people fall off and restart. And you fall off the wagon. I did. We fell off the butt. We, I mean, we didn't do it every week. You start to drinky drink, and then no, next thing you there know. No, there's no drinky drink. It's just Carol, a gateway stop, into drugs and all these other things. perpetuating lies. And next thing you know, you're on the side of a road. Down by the river. Down by the living river. Living in a van. All right, but... No, so. <laughs> that is not anything. What I, I was just saying that sometimes 
life does, you let life get in the way. Yes. But it's important to come back to it because it does help your kids see that God is important in your family and that he is central to your family and that he um, should be involved in our day-to-day and not just on Sunday. It just goes that whole thing that um, the by the we're we're raising our kids to be successful it, it by saying hey you, we want you to go to heaven that's our main that's our main thing of success for our kids is right. that they love Jesus with all their hearts and that no every that that's like number one priority for us right we want our kids to be successful and have jobs and things like that and go to college and be successful in the traditional sense of the word but our main goal is for them to have a relationship with God and a relationship with Jesus and know where they're going to spend eternity. Like yeah. that's our, and Bible devotions help, like I just said, that it shows the importance of God in yeah. that relationship. Yeah. And you know, and you can look at the Bible for scriptures. It's, you know, you look at Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way you should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So that right there is biblical, you know, basis, De- Deuteronomy 6, um, 6 and 7. They they say, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them. And you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, you know, and so and then you look even back, you look over to Ephesians, even Ephesians 6, 4. And over there, it even says, fathers, don't provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction in the Lord. So, I mean, over and over again throughout God's Word, it talks about how it's important for us to find and t- find times to have instruction times and have devotional times with our kids. Right, and it helps in today's world. I mean, I know we've had a lot more time at home with our kids since we've been quarantined in stay-home orders. <laughs> you're like total, your total voice and face just change when you say quarantine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> But it has. So, but we're starting to get back to where kids are going to school and kids are playing sports, and it's easy to just fall into that whole yeah timeline and- of not doing things because we're too busy. But this really helps gives parents a chance to connect with their kids. Oh, definitely. And not just on a hey, what did you do at school today? Yes, definitely. And that's kind of the. And that's what's super important. I think we have to remember that that's important for everybody. So here's what I did. I got three C's. Alliteration is cool. For family devotions. Alliteration is awesome. I'm sorry. I should have... Alliteration is cool. It's totally off. You totally messed up. (laughs) So embarrassed. Start it over. All right. So I have three C's for being the... um, For family devotions. Too bad you can't come up with some way to make family devotions with C's. I know, but I was trying to set you up so you could say alliterations are awesome again, but you didn't oh, take that Oh, alliterations are awesome. <laughs> See, you said do it and start again. And so oh, I, started I meant again, the whole podcast. I, was like, oh. <laughs> I meant the whole podcast. No, we are, we're not going to do that today. Um, so, but my point is, 
Um, so the first one, the first C, everybody, if you're taking notes at home, I'm sure all of you hey, are. note takers or history makers. They are note takers or history makers. Um, so make sure is consistency. You know, children thrive on consistency. When we think back to our kids when they were little and even now, um, kids, when they were little, they would watch the same exact program over and over again. We'd seen it 400 times. They, you don't think about, hey, why is they, why are they, why, why don't they want a new program? Why don't they want episode two? Why do we have to sing this song again? Yes. And over and over again, and then you end up having that. So kids are going to be thriving on consistency. And even, I think even now as teenagers, I think about Cooper and how often he watches the same stinking tent. T- TV shows just because they're um, comfortable <laughs> they're for him. Funny. They're funny, yeah. And he finds something that he likes, and he just is like, "I'm going to watch it until mm-hmm. I can quote it, and then I'm going to watch it some more." Right. So it's important to schedule your devotional time with your kids because, and like we said in other podcasts, that kids thrive on structure. They love to know what the expectation is and how things are going to happen. Yes. So if we have that schedule of a specific time. Yeah, and everybody has a scheduled bedtime, whether they make it there, you know, they try to make it there consistently at least three, four nights a week, I would think. Yeah, and y'all, devotionals don't have to be this long 45-minute time or hour long time it can just be a quick little story and and really consistency is the best i mean and just making sure it doesn't matter how long it is as long as you're being consistent with right. it right if you say hey at 8 50 and that was our time well, it was like 8 50 because our kids went to bed at nine o'clock so we put our at 8 50 is when we told our kids we we're going to have bible time and at 8.50, we t- cut TVs off, we hit pause or whatever it may be, and we went in and we set it up and we would go sit down, everybody together, whatever they were doing, they're going to come read the Bible with us. Right. And that was, and it was, that was it. And we, you know, we didn't get it seven nights a week, but because we were at church on Wednesday nights or we were at church on, back in those days, we were church on Sunday nights. And, you know, we had, um, you know, sports and we had all these other things going on. So, but if we were home at eight fifty, Bible time is what was happening. Right. And so, and that was always a thing. And it was generally a, Hey, I'm going to read a Bible story out of a children's Bible or something of that nature. And then, Hey, do you have, do we have anything we need to pray about? And those were our things we talked. That's that was a, the, the, the gist of ours. And I think our kids did pretty well. I feel like they're all right. They're doing all right. They're right. They're right. But that was, so the first one, like I said, is consistency. The first C is consistency. The second C is conversation. C, conversation for all you note takers out there, all you history makers out there. And so basically, here's the deal. You you want to create avenues as you're in this whole thing that you're going to create, that kids are going to ask questions. And that's going to be a thing. You want to have a conversation with your kid, not just about, um, you don't want it to be a thing where you're just talking, um, you're just talking the whole time and they're just sitting there listening. It has to be a conversational type thing. A conversation has to have turns and it has a back and forth and you maintain topic. Those are speech path things. Oh my goodness. And then, um, but also part of that conversation, you have to think about what, your kid what level your kids are at so if you've got 
three and four, two, three, four-year-old preschool babies, and all you're doing is talking at them and asking them questions, they're going to lose interest. And so it's okay to do like a little activity or a color page that can reinforce something or a craft or talk about Play-Doh or, or use Play-Doh in an illustration of something like that. But even if you're doing something fast, I mean, like we had... Like we had our Bible book that we we did we used, and they seem to always enjoy that and read it fast. I know some kids aren't don't sit and listen for stories very well though. So if you have one of those kids, you just having, tell them to suck it up. No, <laughs> Daryl, you make accommodations. So you can set them up so that they are that it is something that they look forward to because not not every kid wants to just sit and read a story even if it's just a five minute story. If you have one of those kids, set it up to where where there's pictures and they can watch um, a little video or something, and then you can talk about it too. And don't be don't think it has to be the same format every night either you don't have to read it doesn't have to and it doesn't even have to be you know i i think time is important i think that having that scheduled time every night is important um but i think that the yes it doesn't have to look exactly the same each night right um and then part of that whole having a conversation is making sure that everybody has a part so if your kids are old enough to read then have them read the scripture verses that go along with it or have them ask a question of you so that you can answer those questions as well. And it's not just a us as teacher asking them as students yeah. what they think about well, it. And we talk about this even on as, as pastors all the time about how when you're sitting in rows, it's um, for excitement, but you catch stuff when you sit in circles. And so that's the part of that whole sitting in circles is whenever you're having the conversation back and forth. All right. Make it comfy. Yeah. Um, and then finally, you know, I think about the third C is character in this. And it's and the, the question I kind of wrote down is, is how are you putting the different things in action? Um, you know, you can get in and you can talk about this stuff, but you tell your kids, hey, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. But until you actually they see that, because if they see you reading a story about, hey, worshiping, but they never actually see you worship, or if they see you read a story about um, sin and different things like that, they see you turn around making those bad choices, then that that totally kind of throws a conflict into their brains. And so, you know, and for me, even, you know, I I thought back... um, you know, one of the big times for me, and I always talk about how, like, my grandparents, I, I, I think I, my experience with my grandparents is um, I'll never forget there was a day when my grand, I walked in, I was staying with my grandma um, in Arizona, Grandma Easter. And I remember one of the, it's one of the most influential things that happened to me was the fact that I walked in, got up one morning, and I walked in the living room, and she was in there with her Bible in her lap, and she was praying and reading her Bible. And that right there spoke more to me, and that was one of those moments for me. It just kind of snuck in, stunk, you know, stunk. It's not what? sunk in. Ah, sunk there it in. is. That's the word. Sunk in as though, hey, this is what it needs to. Um, this is what this is what that looks like. This is what Bible time looks like for your on a personal level. And um, you know, I think that's one of those things that's super important for our kids to see, even. Yeah, it's important for your kids to see you studying the Word of God and praying. Um, and so that's also something that you want to set up with them too, is to talk about 
how they can do once and once they're old enough to start some individual Bible study and that it's not just them watching us or participating in the family Bible study, but then also that they can start to re- because God speaks to children too. Yeah. And we need to make sure that they understand that and that they know that they can look in the Bible and see things that we may have missed Oh, yeah. That applies to their life, and that then they can use that and apply. Now, and I also think it's important if you're doing this and they're younger. I think they're gonna, there's going to come a time, and we kind of realized that in our own kids that we were like they're they're studying on their own, and they need to study on their own. And so for us, it we'll, we'll go we'll still go through through seasons where we do a um, I don't know. Um, where they do, Margaret's like pointing at some spot. You've got spots on your pants. And I don't have any idea what they're from. Um, but anyways, um, well, you should talk about me. And you, you knew that was just going to shoot my wheels off. I know. <laughs> so anyways. Um, so yes, it comes to time. It comes to a point where your kids are studying on their own. Yeah. And that's important. And it's important that you do that. And then you And know, it's important that you support that. And back to that whole conversation side of it. That's one of those things for me where my kids both, they know that there's a possibility that I'm going to walk up to them and say, hey, what, or as we're riding in a car, we're going to have the conversation. Hey, what'd you read in your Bible here lately? Um, or what have you been reading lately? And that's going to be a conversation that we're going to have. And so that that's the expectation that we've set is, hey, you're going to, we, we read the Bible in our house. All right. And so I think those are the, do you have, what, what resources do you suggest parents go to, mom? So, I mean, I know apps. Miss Margaret. Miss Margaret. <laughs> um, it's, I know that technology is super easy and helps out dramatically, considerably. Um, so I know like there's the Bible app that most everybody has on their phones and, um, it has devotionals in there that you can follow devotional plans. Um, and you can even when your kids are older and have their own devices, you can have friends on your Bible app and you can do, I know we've done this where we do a Bible study together. And so you share that Bible study yeah. with the other people. And they have the Bible app for kids now too. And they do. That's next. Okay. The Bi- and there's also a Bible app for kids. And so Bible app for kids, it has like stories and games and activities that they can complete. And so that could be an avenue that you use for devotionals. Um, the Fire Bible for kids, and it has an app. To... It also has a Fire Bible devotional. And that, yes, that's there is my, a Fire Bible house, uh, here in the office. devotional. Um, I know there's another, um, a lot of families like to do scripture memorization as a family, like pick a, fam- uh, pick a verse for the month or the week, or whatever. Or our favorite is just having our kids learn JBQ, and then that's... Yes. You could have your kids learn JBQ and join JBQ on Wednesday night. JBQ is Junior Bible Quiz for (laughs) everyone who doesn't know what JBQ is. You 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 do that, and then just join on Mercy Gates on Wednesday nights at 7 (laughs) o'clock. Um, so there's this one app, it's called Fighter Versus, and yeah. it, um, also it focuses on... Is it kind of like Street Fighter, where they're jumping up and you just like, and you like go no. back and forth? Is mm-hmm. it kind of, like Bible Man, where they no. quote Bible verses at the Fibbler? No. <laughs> no. No. Um, it's just, uh, it's an app that helps you learn memory verses. Oh, okay. Um, and so you can set pick a verse that you want to learn for that 
month or that week or however long it takes you to learn memory verses. Um, and then also one of our big things that we like to use is uh, the Bible, uh, Right Now Media. Um, and I know not every church has that, but I know a lot of churches that we've been at have had yeah. access to Right Now Media. And it has a whole kids section with with the with Bible Man. And if you're part of the Mercy Gate family and you want to be, or really if you're on this podcast and you want to get some access, Mercy Gate access because access to Right Now Media, then you can just send us an email. So, um, Daryl at MercyGateChurch.com. I feel like it needs like a ding. Oh, look, there you go. I can't believe you don't have your phone on silent. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Nobody calls or texts me. Except for you getting notifications. All right. For the love. Um, So I know right now media was always good. They have teen section. um, If you, and then it's divided by like different topics. It has all kinds of stuff. You want to, and you know, make sure that what you're studying is relevant to your kids too. Like they don't want to hear about some random Deuteronomy laws. That... I just read Deuteronomy to everybody here at the beginning of this podcast. Now you're going to say, oh, was it? don't I read attention. Deuteronomy. I'm just saying like random. <laughs> What's the, um, the genealogies, Numbers. all those fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's great to understand the genealogy of Christ and his family, but reading those scriptures probably isn't like the most... But you still need to read through them from time to time. I know, but I'm just saying that it's good to understand the genealogy of Christ, but don't pick only those verses for your devotional. Yes. Pick something that has some relevance. Okay, and then so, and those are great. Those are all great, great things that we can use. And there's you know there's tons of stuff. You if you wanted to, if you want to come up with creative stuff, you can always put, go look on Pinterest and look up Sunday school different activities or type in the Bible story. And there's always some kind of activity or worksheet or something on on there because that's what we use on for kids ministry all the time. And that's so, true. Is Pinterest is our friend, and so I don't like to admit but tell everybody, but I have a Pinterest. And yet. Here you are on a podcast telling everyone that Pinterest is your friend. Yes, it is. So those are that's kind of the stuff that's going. The three C's. The three C's of family devotions, Um, right here coming up soon. Christian community. I was trying to think of two C's. Yeah. Two more C's. (laughs) Um, you have anything coming up? Do I have anything? Yeah. You have anything coming up that you want to talk about? Um, no. Promote. Not that's not. Guarded by uh, HIPAA rules and FERPA. <laughs> I meant like for like preschool ministry or anything like that. Um, we have preschool. We need some kids to show up. Yeah, that would be nice. It would be nice to have some of my friends back. Yeah, we, that's that's our one place where our parents still haven't. You know, hopefully, they're listening to our podcast and we're like, come back. Um, nursery's blowing and going. Kids' yeah. church is blowing and going. I mean, we're doing really well. I really feel like blowing and going probably isn't the best description for nursery. Oh, my goodness. Because our, like, blo- like <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Blowing and going. So, anyways. Um, also, Mackenzie and I started a, our new podcast. It'll be out on... Um, like to, how you just say McKenzie, like everybody knows McKenzie. McKenzie Richards and I, the youth, the student ministries pastor at Trinity Church. Um, in Lubbock. In Lubbock. 
he uh, we're we're doing a podcast called The Bible and Stuff, and that's going to be out. So you can look for that on places that you get podcasts, just like we, the one we have here. Um, and it's going to be basically us kind of t- right now this season. We're talking through First John, and we just kind of talk about some different sports and stuff that we like to talk about normally, but also throw in some. Uh, some hey, Bible. I have to. Um draw a point to when I listened to your podcast that you said that you talked about boy stuff and that girls can't talk about sports and so I just want to reiterate that Sarah Richardson is one of those girls who talks about sports you're correct and that is Mackenzie's wife and so I feel like y'all need to just watch yourselves all right well that's that's all that that's that's we've got regular church going on and junior bible quiz junior bible quiz is on Wednesday nights so y'all... We are not blowing and going. We are just rocking. Yes, that's it. All right, so those are the things we, we have going on. We uh, Make sure y'all tune in next week. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be here. So we'll... <laughs> you're going to say bye? You generally, you're like, bye. Well, you didn't say bye. You just bye, said... Bye, everybody. <laughs> we'll be here next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You get yourself stuck and you end up tired You get caught with drops of water rolling down your face Wonder why you even tried in the first place